You're listening to the Property Nomads podcast, your one-stop shop for property, business, and travel-related content, tying it all together to help guide you towards success. If you like the podcast, please share with others, subscribe, and leave us a review. So get your gear together and let's get going. Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast, and today's about dealing with adversity, how to overcome it, and I will answer the question of why is Rob not on social media that much? What is adversity? Good question. It is more than just one difficulty or setback. It's basically a series of misfortunes that keep you from achieving your goals. If you want it in a very simple way, it's when the shit hits a fan all at once. It's when you get one challenge after another that just presents itself in a very, very quick fashion. Now, not a nice thing to deal with. And yes, we can talk about adversity in life and we could talk about adversity in general. We're going to focus on the property side of adversity, things that might come up in property um, that might have adverse effects on yourself, your business. But it's when a lot of stuff happens all in one go. Now, from property point of view, that could be a boiler breaking down. That could be um, a maintenance bill coming in a lot higher than you would have hoped for. It might be uh, not completing on a deal. It might be the vendor pulling out of a deal. It might be a down valuation on a property. All of these things could feasibly happen in the property industry. And if they all happen at once, number one, that is incredibly unfortunate. But number two, it's part and parcel of what we've got to deal with. Now, in order to overcome adversity, that's more of a mental challenge. But the first thing to do with adversity is to accept the inevitability of it. There will be times, there will be days where as of anything, you're going to have your good days, but you're going to have your days that are not so good. You are going to have your days where, again, you do get down valuations. You do get people that are refusing to pay rent. You do get maintenance problems. These things happen. If you can accept that, that will really help you to change your perspective because you almost know to expect it. If you kind of expect something to happen, when it happens, you can deal with it a bit better. That being said, I know if Matt was here, he would say, well, yeah, but the law of attraction you know, if you say it's going to happen and it's going to happen and you brought it on yourself. I'll, I'll add a dose of realism. I, accept, I will accept Matt's points because I know he would say that if we were sat here together doing this. Perfectly acceptable. Got to add a dose of realism as well. Property. Property isn't all these fluffy hopes and dreams and everything's 100% perfect all of the time. No, it's not. It's business. Business is never perfect. If you keep looking for perfection, then you know, you're very rarely going to make a move forward. So accept the inevitability of adversity. Shit's going to happen. It will happen at some point. You just don't know when. Believe in yourself. So know that you have the ability or you've got the team around you to be able to deal with any challenges that may arise. So for example, if you've got a business partner, bounce ideas off each other, that's really useful. You know, We do that in TPN. If stuff pops up or we're not happy about something or you know we've got a challenge we always bring it to the table on our weekly call if it's urgent of course we'll ring one another have a chat about it get the other person's point of view and then we'll create a solution we'll just crack on but you have to believe in yourself you've got to have self-belief that you are going to be able to overcome any obstacle that comes in your way that is absolutely vital always try and look for the positive of something this is almost stoicism in itself Looking for the positives in anything is vital and it can be quite a ruthless exercise. You might have some of the worst news ever, but 
if you can try and put a positive on it, well, that's just important. Uh, let's just take a, a, an example of a, a boiler malfunction. Now, if a boiler blows up, look at the positives. You might have insurance that covers that. In that case, not a big deal. Okay, tenant might be without boiler for a little bit of time, not too much time, hopefully. But the positive of that is that's what property insurance is for. You might, uh, again, boiler might blow up. You might put a new boiler in. At the same time, you then might be able to do some extra remedial works to your property and you might be able to put the rent up by £10 a month. Again, that's a positive. So it can be quite paradoxical to do that. Yet, having done that before, trust me, it's a very, very good exercise. Always try and look for the positive in, in any situation whatsoever. Learn from the mistakes, learn from your mistakes and view them as learning opportunities. Yes, mistakes are going to be made. Yes, it's always important to try and learn from the mistakes of others rather than make your own mistakes. But inevitably, again, it's property, it's business, it's life. You are going to make your own mistakes. And it's about learning from those mistakes. So look at them as opportunities. What is the opportunity of you know, learning? You're obviously not going to repeat the same thing again. That's quite useful. There's a lot of psychology on words in this. And it might is, I understand this might sound a bit wishy-washy. You might be listening in thinking, Rob, this is really wishy-washy. Get on with some proper content. Psychology of words is very, very important. If you keep thinking you're making mistakes, that's going to give you a negative mindset. You've got to be able to reframe your negative language and put a positive spin on it. So if you make a mistake, don't just say you make, don't, you know, don't say you've made a mistake. You've got a learning opportunity here. You've got a learning opportunity so you know what not to do next time. And that's useful. And finally, you wouldn't expect any less. Visions and values. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Always have the bigger picture in mind. Always focus on the future. You're going to get bad days. You're going to get good days. But ultimately, look at the very, very long term. What are you going to get out of it? If it involves fixing a property at a slightly higher cost than normal, again, know that the property's fixed. You might be able to charge a slightly higher rent moving forward. Ultimately, you've got the asset at the end of the day. And that asset over time is going to you know, in the long run, uh, will increase in value. And that's going to be more valuable to you than a short term hit on paying, you know, a little bit extra for your maintenance. So always focus on the future, focus on your visions, focus on your values as well. Know why you're doing something. And that is absolutely paramount. But before I answer why well, I'm not on social media, a quick recap of adversity. So adversity is basically when the shit hits a fan all at once and it's going to happen at some point pretty much guarantee it's going to happen. What you need to do is accept the inevitability of it. It's going to happen. So just accept it. Always have the mental ability to believe in yourself. You need to be able to believe in yourself to overcome any challenges or obstacles that present themselves to you. Always look for the positive and don't always call your mistakes mistakes. View them as learning opportunities. So an area for improvement. It's like when you get a SWOT analysis and you get strengths, weaknesses, opportunities or threats. I always say you get your strengths you get your areas for improvement, your opportunities and your threats. Psychology of words, very, very important. And know your visions and values, focus on the future. Incredibly important in order to be able to overcome any form of adversity that you get in your life in property. Now onto the question of why is Rob not on social media that much? It's a very good question. I've had a few people email and ask uh, about that. Thank you very much for taking the time to write in. Two, well, a couple of reasons on it. Number one, very thankful to have Matt and Rachel who 
actively love being on social media. They absolutely love it. They adore it. That's just not my cup of tea. To be honest, I'm a firm believer if you if you don't enjoy doing something, then don't do it. So I don't you know, enjoy being on it that much. Do want to point out, I do have profiles on social media. I just don't use them too much. But I do have stuff like uh, WhatsApp Messenger, Facebook Messenger as well. So I'm not exactly off social media. You can contact me. But I always say the best thing for people if they want to contact myself is text me. If you've got my number, you text me or you email me at rob at the property nomads. Dot com. So it's just a personal choice. I find that social media can be quite distracting. I find that, and again, for myself, I'm, I'm on my phone too much. I don't enjoy that. I think in the middle of the 21st century, or sorry, in the 21st century, you know, we've almost become very, you know, addicted to having our phones on us all the time. And I find that quite off-putting personally. And it's just following, um, you know, values and beliefs that I have for myself as well. Or to be able to disconnect sometimes from the world. If if something is ridiculously urgent, people know where I live. People will be able to get hold of me one way or another. Just about the fear of missing out. Can you conquer the fear of missing out? And that's why I believe people have their phones in them all the time. They're always on social media trying to hunt down X, Y and Z because they have this fear of missing out. Now, I've come to terms with that. I understand that I'm going to miss out. But I'm sure we all miss out on opportunities every day. It's about being able to deal with that mentally. So in answer to the question, personal choice, complete personal choice, why I'm not on social media that much. Again, for some people, that's you know, some people be listening to this and go, yeah, Rob, kudos, 100%. I'm with you. That's fantastic. Well done. Some people might be listening, going, oh, you're crazy. You're trying to you know, run a business, grow your business, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, personal choice. And I find that articulating find I'm much better at public speaking uh, and writing and being able to do the majority of the podcasts as well. I just find that that's, you'll get me in my groove then and you'll always get much better content out of me uh, that way. And again, don't want to be on my phone 24 hours a day um, as well because it becomes too distracting. I also believe that trying to have deep focus on work is important. That being said, do go and read. We'll put a link in the show notes. Deep Work by Cal Newport. Absolutely fantastic book. Really highly recommend that. It's basically about um, effectiveness, efficiency as well, and how you can achieve more by doing less, by having less distractions. And social media is one of those distractions. But again, that's my point of view. Matt and Rachel, I know, fundamentally disagree with that because they're always on their phones, etc., etc. So it's about Working as a team, at the end of the day, and everyone working to their own abilities and their own strengths. But I do like to try and test new things. Anyway, that's waffling on about social media. That answers, hopefully that answers the question. But I always maintain to find out everything about what's going on in the Property Nomads. Check out the social media. So check out the Property Nomads podcast. Also follow Matt McSherry, Rachel Taylor-Lawrence, you know, the, uh, the social media frontage of the property nomads go and follow them because they are blasting everything across social media all the time um really really good to follow them as well if it's myself in particular that you want to get hold of email me rob at the property nomads.com and when i get time to check my emails i will always do my best to try and get back to you as well so hopefully that answers that do stay tuned they've got some awesome episodes 
coming up. Uh, maybe a couple of quick casts might be coming your way as well as we roll into 2020. So stay tuned. Check us out next week. But until then, Alfie the same.